Hello, everyone, and welcome to Speak Up, Up for, for Life. <laughs> my name is Edward Thomas, and my co-host is Lindgren. <laughs> Why are you so laughing at me? Capital S. Wow. We have studio audience today, <clears throat> everyone. Yes, we have two of our biggest fans here. Mm. They won the raffle. Some of you guys missed the raffle because we didn't announce it. So <laughs> only two people signed up and they won. So that's how it works sometimes here, yeah. you know. That's it's cool. the Swedish way. <laughs> Everyone's a winner. <laughs> exactly. You can't lose in Sweden. No. Because you can. No, you win, can't. We so. artificially make sure people can't win. I mean, lose. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they cannot lose. We always celebrate. Everyone wins. We celebrate fifth place. Oh, we got in fifth. It was like, oh, wow. Sad. I know. Okay. Okay. What's today's um, topic? Yeah, I was going to ask you. What's <laughs> today's topic? Dude. Okay. So some of our, uh, our fans have written in and talked to us about their STDs. These are called sexually transmitted diseases. And so, <laughs> why are you looking at <laughs> like that? Well, so, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't even know what they want us to talk about. They just said, can you talk about STDs? And we're like, oh, okay, sure. It's not like, you know. But how? why was your sexual education like in the U.S.? Because in those American teenage movies, it's always like some coach talking about the kids like, the just abstinence just abstinence so i don't know is that i don't the know thing? what kind of american movies you watch but like uh mean girls <laughs> <laughs> that's well, my reference i grew up in the 60s so i grew up in the area era of free love so and everyone's like just do it <clears throat> no one ever thought about stds back in the 60s really and 70s. yeah because everyone i mean that was like everyone's kind of like oh it's just free love so the worst thing could happen was you getting pregnant. I mean, you knew about like gonorrhea and you knew about syphilis in school, and they would show you a picture of like somebody's chlamydia? private parts. No, there was no chlamydia back then. <laughs> I'm sure there was. No, there was. The chlamydia didn't come out to the 80s. Okay. okay. <laughs> but in the 70s, probably like closer to the 90s. But in the in the 70s, there was mostly gonorrhea and syphilis. Oh man! So they would show you a picture of it, and it was just so disgusting. Mm. It's like I, I don't never want to have sex with anybody. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm like, don't touch me. Don't look at me. You look like you have gonorrhea, okay? <laughs> Just run and hide. You know, and so that was, um, that was. I mean, our sex education was like really bad because it was still, a lot of it was still steeped in the 50s. So the teachers- Was it what taboo? Well, what yeah, the teachers it? would always like, it's flesh. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, when it's I got here teacher. to Sweden, it was different. Sweden was like, oh, torn up porn in school and everything. I'm like- But you came to Sweden in the 90s. 90s. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's a different time yeah. now. <laughs> it was a different time ago. Now it's really different. <laughs> well, but um, but yeah, so we came, when I when I went to the States, the nurse came in. Um, we have school nurses back then. And so she had her little mannequin. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so when she started taking the mannequin apart, and all the guys were like, look at what? vagina the uterus oh everyone's like oh. but wh how old were you then i think it was like in the sixth grade or something okay so 12 ish 11 yeah. 12 yeah because i'm like i'm like i was a nerd so i'm like what which is not a nerd about that people touch girls peepees <laughs> ew <Ooh. laughs> i think i thought it was like ew till i was like 17 Okay. And I then, mean, not that I went around touching me. I, <laughs> I thought you went around touching I people just, like mm. I just wasn't. I just wasn't grossed out as much by it as I had been earlier in life. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so they took everything apart and had like the mannequin, and they show you how the penis and everything. And I'm just like, I don't know. When she half the penis, I was like, Ugh, wow, <laughs> half the penis. <laughs> yeah, like she took it up, she like moved it, and so all of a sudden it was like a half a penis. <laughs> So that she could show how the semen came out and stuff. I'm like, oh, was that like a syringe? 
No. <laughs> it wasn't live action. It was like. 4D and everything. Excuse me, who's the stupid kid in the class? Come stand in front of the thing. Squirt, squirt. <laughs> it was like 4D and all the sounds. No, no. There, there was no sounds. No nothing. Okay. This is like really. 2D. Ex- extremely 2D. With nothing moving. Okay. <clears throat> and then. Um, and then uh, she talked about uh, condoms, and she talked about sexually transmitted diseases. She talked about gonorrhea and syphilis, and showed us the nasty pictures of it. Mm. And they showed us a like, canker sore in somebody's mouth, oh. and I was like, "Whoa!" And like every time you saw somebody just had a little messed up mouth, you're like, "Syphilis! You got syphilis? <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow!" I mean, we were small kids. We were like small kids, very isolated. So we weren't like we didn't have the internet or anything like that. So we didn't know. We weren't as up on the world as kids are. But now. when I was a kid, it was more about herpes, not a, not so much about syphilis. No, my herpes was like when high school. So when I got in high school, they started talking about herpes, and <laughs> and I'm just like, it made me not like, and that's probably like I didn't want to kiss anybody. Because you're like, you all have herpes. I'm like, you all. I'm like, I know I don't have herpes. I ain't touched nothing with nothing. <laughs> no part of me has touched any other part, any other person's parts of anything. And I'm like, my lips are virgin clean. <laughs> And I just don't want to get your herpes. And I mean, people are like, because you people break out in cold sores. Mm-hmm. <sighs> like but I it can, doesn't have to be herpes. I don't care. It looks like herpes. <laughs> okay. Looks, oh, you're an expert on herpes. It look, no, it looks like the picture. And therefore, <laughs> therefore, you're so not like, as good as an AI. They can even distinguish on pictures if it's herpes or not. Really? Yeah. Because I'm taking a class in AI now, so I learn a lot about it. Mm-hmm. Mm, Antichrist. I'm just <laughs> saying, you know, when he comes, no, he's Antichrist say, is AC. I'm AI. Okay. <laughs> All right. D U M B. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I was in school, we also talked about STDs, and I yeah. vividly remember that the teacher, don't make jokes about this, <laughs> the teacher asked me if I wanted to hold. <laughs> The lecture about STDs, which I did. Why would I not make fun of that? That's just like... It was an honor, okay? Because why would a teacher ever ask a student to hold a lecture in high school? Lynn, I want to ask you if you can come here. That's not a German accent. That's a German accent. No, it's not. Okay, it's my German accent. It's a stupid accent. Okay, how does a German accent sound? I don't know. See? I don't have a German accent. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Yes, you do. When you talk right now, I hear German just coming through. Like well, maybe you have a stroke. <laughs> like, <laughs> if I do, you better make sure you you call the ambulance. No, give me mouth we have to a mouth nurse too. here. Oh yeah, you can give me mouth to mouth. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'm She's not like, getting what involved. Talking about? <laughs> I just you're gonna let me die, asphyxiate? Oh my gosh, what kind of evil Christian people are you people? What kind of Christian people? We know you Christian better people. pump my heart until your hands fall off. No, you make sure that no I'm, one can reach that heart even if we tried. What are you trying to say? So much fat around it? No, you <laughs> you're trying no to say heart. you're trying. <laughs> Oh my God! Emotional damage. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! We can't publish this. <laughs> yes, we can. Can we? Okay. You sure. Okay. So, would you Back say? Back to the topic, Lynn. Stop getting off track. <laughs> mm. But I think I don't know. Uh, I think HIV was a really big deal when I grew up because the thing mm. is, when I last went to Germany, I still could see. That never happened in Sweden, but in Germany, you every now and then you see big um, billboards with like big canker sores. <laughs> no, <laughs> with advertisements for condoms and like to uh-huh. protect yourself against HIV and AIDS. And I was thinking that was really when I grew up, okay. that was like the norm. I saw it all the time. Yeah. But then uh, I don't know in Sweden, I never there's there's no mm. advertisement for anything. <laughs> no, I think that 
So I, because I grew up in San Francisco. So when I grew up in San Francisco, because we have such a large gay community, so there was this sickness, there was this thing going around um, in the gay community. And they didn't know what it was. No, and, and then they came out with this thing called AIDS. Mm hmm. And, but it was still only in the gay community. Yeah. So no one ever thought about the fact that they need to protect themselves in the heterosexual community. Because that's a gay thing. Right. Yeah. But because there's people who swing both ways and, mm -hmm. you know, people hang out and party together and get drunk or whatever. But also because then, they were drug addicts and sharing needles. Yeah, sharing needles. So it was mm -hmm. like, and then they came out, I think I read an article about Kaposi syndrome, which is a type of cancer that you get, that you can get from when you have HIV. Mm -hmm. But it was still among gay community so yeah. everything was focused on that and then when it finally sort of crossed the barrier mm -hmm. uh then it was like this really scary thing like yeah, because people couldn't treat it you yeah and i think like i think like back in the like i graduated in high school in 1980 and it was like in the 80s that it became like a big deal mm. in california and stuff and so i was like terrified like i was always terrified i'm like because no one knew about it and so you had this a lot of uneducated, unfortunately, a lot of uneducated ideas. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking like, is it in the air? <laughs> Could you get it from anyone? Hugging. I'm just like, somebody look kind of sick. I'm like, no, 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 don't hug me. <laughs> so would you say those people were marginalized and, and yeah, yeah, isolated? I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was so scary, and people were so stupid about it. So that I think a lot of people in the beginning, when they got HIV, um, they were just isolated. They died. It was just like. Everybody you had just the died. Plague, yeah, basically, basically. Yeah, and so people wouldn't want to tell anybody about it or anything like that. And then once they started developing, I think it was to do research. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to remember the I was going to say ibuprofen. No, no, there was no. there was some other thing starts with I, but it was some kind of drug or the antiviral one. interferon or something like that. Mm -hmm. And that came out first, and then so it looked like there was going to be hope, and maybe they were going to come up with a cure or something like that, which they still haven't done. Um, but they're close. Really, they're Are trying we? with. I think they're trying with genetic tools. Uh -huh, okay, I and know. I think there I haven't, has se I haven't seen much reports now on, on HIV. No, uh, but I mean there are so many other things all the time. But there's still re a lot of research going on HIV, mm -hmm. and many people, if they have access to the right medication, can live yeah, really can live lo yeah. really long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not like it used to be. So. But those medications are really expensive. So yeah. I think if you would live in some country where they cannot subsidize it, I think mm. you're screwed. Because those medications yeah. are really, really expensive. And I think there was, a, there was a basketball player named Magic Johnson. So he was like really a basketball player. And then he came out and said he was HIV positive. Mm. And that like shocked everybody. Yeah, because people, oh, I touched him. I shared a No one, I mean, because he was like a basketball player and he was straight. And then people was like, well, how did he get it? And then Oh, but that was back then. Yeah. Not and so, now. And so then, um, but I think he's still alive and he's like, you know, he's been treating it and living with it and everything like that. So, so I think, I think that HIV was like the, probably the most scariest. And then in the 2000s, when people start talking about the human pavlova virus. Yeah, HPV. Um, and that, and that because they a little bit later on discovered that that causes cervical cancer. I mean. Or its presence in people who have cervical cancer have H, uh, HPV, so. And and a lot of young women actually die from <coughs> cervic, cervical cancer. Yeah. I think that was the big issue too because I think, I mean, that old people die of cancer is kind of more acceptable because they're old and their genes are not right. um, working That's as well. That's what we call ageism. People are okay <laughs> with old, old people dying. <laughs> no, it's not okay, <laughs> but it's more understandable. But mm. I mean, a lot of young people, I mean, my supervisor in Germany, she had a 
um, niece, mm. and she was just in her 30s, and wow. she died from cervical cancer really? and, leaves oh, wow. and left two young kids. Wow. So that's, that's why I think sad. it's... I think mm. there, there is a real interest in treating this. Mm. And uh, I remember <coughs> when I was young, we got, I got the HPV shot. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think that was just around the time where they just started introducing it. Because yeah. now it's like mandatory yeah. or it's like recommended for every young yeah. girl. And my daughter's, to get when it. my daughter's got, that's when I first figured out about it or heard about it mm. was like with my daughters. And then that's like, oh, they have to, I'm like, what do they take your shots for? <laughs> are you having sex? Typical Christian dad, you know, <laughs> like, like, are you having sex? Not in my house. You better not be having fornication in my house. You know? like, You're like, oh, okay. They're like, Dad, no. no, we're not having sex. We just want to get protected just in case. Just in case of what? <laughs> Anybody some... come near you, I will shoot them. You know? <laughs> there is no risk of <laughs> HPV because there's no risk of anyone. Exactly. <laughs> there's an electric fence around them. Like, <laughs> so. I remember. So that's, um, but I, like, I, like, I, mean, I think it's really good that Sweden, I don't know how it is in the States, but at least in Sweden, that it's like a mandatory and it's free. And you I, know. I got it in Germany. But oh, okay. I was pretty old. I mean, I think when I got it, I was maybe sixteen or seventeen. Wow, that's, that's really when. Old. But I mean, that's when it just came. Yeah. So it's, okay. it hasn't been there for so so long. No. Uh, I remember when I was. I remember what age I was. Maybe ten. Mm. And this HIV thing and AIDS thing. I don't know how big it was. It was in the early two thousands. Okay. Um, and the school actually took us to this kind of uh, center. For mm-hmm. people who had HIV and oh really, AIDS. wow! And we got that some education there. And then there was a guy who had AIDS, mm. and they just wanted to teach us and tell us like to not stigmatize those people because you right. can't you can't catch it from giving them the hand. You can't catch it from sitting next to them. You can't catch the catch it from sitting in the same room. No, because yeah. that was like a really really big deal. Yeah. Um. So they in the end they said like if you would want to you can give, like, you can um, shake the hand of this man. I remember okay. his name. Um, and I did, and I felt like, ooh, wow. But I think also it it was just a big deal. Mm. Because I think if no one had told me, I'm like, oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was, I mean, it was a big deal. I mean, you know, and it's, it's kind of weird, like, living in an age where several new types of viruses or other types of infection agents um just have arrived. I mean, that's the thing with like COVID, mm. you know, I mean, we had HIV, we had COVID. Um, I don't know how long Ebola has been around, but that always scared me. That but that uh, didn't really spread it. No, I know. It, and it's not, a sexual, it's not a sexually transmitted disease. It just, now that we're talking about diseases and viruses, it just made me think about Ebola. Cause that's my biggest fear. But I mean, one of my biggest fears is that one day I'm going to get Ebola and my eyes are going to bleed out and, uh, I think there hopefully will That's be treat, treat, treatment until then. Maybe. Um, they're working on a treatment for Ebola. Uh, they but always say they're working on a treatment. Until, but people do. Yeah, then when rich people get it, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, we have this like really powerful d- drugs and everything. And, you know, yeah. When poor people get it, they're like, ah, we're working on it. We'll get there. One maybe, day we'll make maybe. it. <laughs> when they poor people get money, we'll help them out, you know. So. But then, I mean, nowadays... Not that I'm critical or anything, but... <laughs> I think nowadays people are more... Um, educated about chlamydia <coughs> because that not yeah I that, forgot about that that was that like a big deal yeah that doesn't really show symptoms for many people it doesn't have uh, to and then but you can still pass it on and you can have uh, really bad consequences from chlamydia like infertility really mm-hmm. if you if you wow. leave it untreated 
It can go back. See, I was, because I was a classical music student, I was always afraid that one day, because <laughs> Beethoven became deaf because he okay. had syphilis. What? Yeah. And so wow. he was always thinking like, okay, so I don't want to get syphilis because that'll make you deaf. You Is know? that what you teach the kids in music No, class? not now. But back then, that's what we were taught, you know? So, wow. I mean, it was always it was always a scary thing. Like, you, you always are scared of what the untreated symptoms are going to be like, even though they take a long time. You know? But there's like a lot of people in history who have... Um, uh, who have yeah who actually have died it, of it yeah but it, it I mean especially royalty and stuff yeah. I mean they were sleeping around and obviously they no, passed no. it to everyone they were nasty nasty royals mm. but you know the most recent I don't know if you could classify it as a STD mm-hmm. but um, yeah but I mean what about monkeypox how do you get it well, I think it started. <laughs> Our studio audience is very descriptive. Um, he starts jumping around. But I mean, that also, I think scratching that, his eyeballs. <laughs> I think that also, I don't know how much you got it from the media, but it was more common among homosexual men. Um, oh, wait, really? Yeah, but it wasn't a big deal in the media. Like people were like, "Oh, it's the new gay thing." Yeah. It wasn't like that because it also passed on too. Non-gay yeah, but people. like, so I mean, chicken pox, I understand. No, but, but those monkey, monkey pox, pox, they were much more. Um, they they were like you had to, you had to have very close contact to get it to catch it. Uh-huh. You know, it was yeah, not enough to sit in the same room, for example. You yeah, had to. But have chicken pox, you don't get from sitting in the same room, do you? Chicken pox, uh, yeah. yes. Chicken pox are really chicken pox. Is it really are, contagious? Because I never got really it. Contagious. So. Yeah. When I was a kid, everyone else around me got chicken pox, and I never got it. I was like, "You could, you could have gotten it, because you can, you can have it. You could have had it without symptoms, and your uh-huh. body has antibodies. Like you can go check. My body has antibodies <laughs> against yeah, the pox. Go, Bring me check. all your poxes, because <laughs> I don't. And I will make them, and I will try to take care of them with my epoxy. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, stupid. That was so funny. Okay. Anyway, back to seriousness. So, ha- <coughs> but I, I I don't remember in school. Yeah, but no one's died of monkeypox, have they? Have they? Mm, yes. Don't just get pox and get sick. No, no, no. People have died, but not like a crazy amount of numbers. You can die of monkeypox. Yes. Oh. Oh. See, you shouldn't tell me that. Why? Because the first like person that comes to church, to it looks like they got a little pox. It might be a zit, but I don't know. It might be a pox. So I'd be like, oh, that's but that's why we're talking about it. So people would not be so like you. So people don't hug me. Yeah. So people don't like I'm you. I'm afraid anyway when people hug me. No. I never know what they might do. So what What do you think? How can we, or should we, should we be isolating people or not? Who? Should we like, isolate people or not that are sexually tr- transmitted diseases? <laughs> well, what are you going to do? Put a chastity belt on them? <laughs> uh, too late, <laughs> I guess. Well, I mean, they can't spread anything. Mm, yeah, that's a point. You know, you know. But you know what's fun? I've seen a graph where people yeah. um, showed over time transmission of STDs. Mm. So it would have been outbreak somewhere, and yeah. then you could see how people travel to other cities, and then started the outbreak over there. So that was a really wow. funny graph. Wow! Because people are too promiscuous. Exactly. And they're not protecting themselves because I think the only thing yeah. that is really, really helping you is a condom, like all the other contraceptions. Like no, there uh, is something else that can help you. 
Yeah, abstinence. Yes. You see, me girls was right. <laughs> abstinence. <laughs> Told you. Well, I think, I think that, I think that's one of the hardest things. I mean, like when I used to work with the youth, and we would talk about relationships and sex and everything, mm-hmm. and people were like, "Okay, so how are you going to tackle this?" And I'm like, "Listen, the Bible says you're not supposed to have sex outside of marriage." Yeah. So that's. But if you're going to go ahead and break God's law, please use a condom. Yeah. And people were like, you know, in the conservative church is like, I can't believe you said that. You don't love Jesus. I'm like, I you are telling Jesus. kids to have sex. I'm like, I'm not saying go out and have sex. I'm just saying like, if you're if you, going, if to you're going to have, have sin, like you can like not compound the sin by getting <laughs> something that you can't get rid of. You know, <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to protect your children here. They're yeah. like, no, it doesn't protect- sound like it sounds like you're trying to, you're trying to make them into sinners. You know, you're just going to sin all over the place. <laughs> I'm like, they might do that anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking they might do it anyway. It's yeah. not like because you tell them, you're not telling them will make them not do it. Yeah. Well, exactly. If you don't <laughs> mention it, you stick your hand in the sand and nothing will happen. You'll get no canker sores on you. And, and then when you get one, you're like, I don't know how I got it. <laughs> like, I, I'm what like, is this? Oh, what did you, what were you doing last night? The party? <laughs> nothing. No. So, but I think, I think that when it comes to, and those of you who are listening, and you're like, why are they talking about STDs? It's not because we have it or anything. We just take what our have listeners say. <laughs> See, <laughs> now you're going to make me say something. <laughs> and people are listening saying, he cannot be a pastor at all. That voice is nasty. He needs it. He needs a spanking. Where, where is the You belt? know, there are couples that before they get married, they, they actually spank do, each other? No, they actually oh, okay. do take a, take a test. Both of them have to take a test to to show that they don't have HIV, HIV or any other STD. You know what? If I was single, mm-hmm. living which you in are world, not, I'm not, <laughs> and I'm not getting a divorce because you know I'm okay. But <laughs> but but if I was going to be single again and I thought I was going to get married to someone, I'd make them take the test. Really? Listen, I don't want to pick up whatever epoxy waxy stuff. Well, what kind of marriage are you entering if if the other person wouldn't tell you that they have a STD? Oh my gosh, <laughs> that would be like <laughs> that, that's bad. That might, like I wonder. Okay, see, this is one of those questions the Bible can't answer. No, obviously, <laughs> it's not like uh. <laughs> so God, if you if it turns out that my husband or wife had an STD and didn't tell me about it. Can I divorce them? <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. Um, so, yeah. So those of you guys, our, our listeners send in stuff and we talk about anything because that's what Fika for Life is all about. There is no taboo. We can talk about anything, everything, and everyone. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> all the time. 24, <laughs> 24 hours a day, 27 days a week. I mean, seven days a week. How many days does your week have? 24? <laughs> I'm on Jupiter weeks. <laughs> they're, they're really long. They're really long. <laughs> wow. Okay. But if you find yourself, you're listening to this podcast, you're like, oh my gosh, I've been sleeping around. I haven't been protecting myself. Why don't you go and get yourself screened and then stop being stupid and then protect yourself? Um, my husband's friend, um, he, he was about to enter a relationship with a girl who was a virgin because she mm. was younger than him. And he is had, that, is that the definition? If she's younger than me, then she's got to be a virgin. Or? No, no, no. But oh, okay. in that case it was, oh, okay. um, but I, I mean, thing, so. now we're talking about it. They were in the early, he, they were in the early twenties. Yeah. That's why. Um, so he, he took a HIV test and he got really nervous because he felt, you know, when you when you take a test and you are pretty sure you don't have anything, yeah. but still you are like, but what if it comes out positive? 
you know? No, I'd only feel nervous if I knew I've been sneaking around doing stuff I shouldn't be doing. Yeah, but it could be that that person did that. I don't know. But okay. I think people, I don't know. They. It's a test. I might feel it anyway kind of idea. No, they're like, okay. oh, but maybe they they're, maybe they have been not really protecting themselves uh-huh, every okay. now and then. And then suddenly mm-hmm. they're like, oh, no, what if I have it? You know? Yeah, yeah that's true. No, but I, th- I, I think that... Um, I mean, I don't. I don't think it's a bad thing to to take a test. I think uh, you should take a test if yeah. you've been promiscuous. Yeah, even if you just slept with like one person, and you're not getting married to them, and you're just like moving on, then you should get a test, and then you should be smart. That's the only thing I can say. Protect yourself and others. Yes. 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 That's like the wise thing to do. Uh, but if you find out that you're not sure, get yourself tested. If you find out that you have an STD, then you need to be you need to develop a type of honesty where you tell people, you know, you're getting serious with someone. And the thing in Sweden, know. it's also under the law. Like yeah, you have you, to tell yeah, your Sweden. healthcare provider you can go to and jail. you have to tell people, you yeah. have to inform them that yeah. I have this, I've been with you, you have to go get checked. Yeah, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's like that in the States. I didn't research that. Uh, if it's as tough uh, legally. Mm. Um, but here, at least it is. And I, and I think that's a good thing. I think that's a responsive, responsible government, so... But it's shameful, and I understand that. But people have to yeah. take responsibility. For I mean, that. who wants to walk around with a big shirt? Hey, hug me! I have chlamydia, syphilis, <laughs> and gonorrhea. It's not. You don't have to accumulate it. Okay, it's not, it's it's not, not like, like you, you're on a dating site, and, and you're on a dating site. It's Check. like so. What are some negative things about you? Well, you know, I have three or four STDs, and <laughs> they're untreated still because I'm just too lazy. Oh wow! But I'm looking for someone to spend the rest of my life with. It's like, uh, you know, it's one of those things you kind of hide. You know, unfortunately. Mm. Maybe we can do something about that with this podcast. Yeah. Bring it up to the Don't, surface, to like, the light. And I think people can always do stupid things, but when they yes. take responsibility and try to make it right, I think you can move on from that. Yeah, we it's should give like, them a high five. Yeah, I think you, you should not be ashamed for the rest of your life for that. It You should only be ashamed if mm. you... Don't claim responsibility and don't do anything about about that. Well, I was born in the '60s. <laughs> guilt is just part of the way we do life. Well, There's let's no reintroduce shame. guilt. <laughs> <laughs> let's bring back shame. Let's shame people. If Tell us who you are, and we'll put your face on the internet so we can shame you. If you want to know more about shame and guilt, listen to our podcast. It's about shame, shame and guilt. <laughs> <laughs> about shaming. All right, everyone. Thanks a lot for listening. What are you going to do tonight, Lynn? Talk with my dear friends. Oh, that's so cute. Oh. Love you. That's why I hate you. Oh, well, thanks for <laughs> listening, everyone. Have a good time and keep writing in. Remember, we're, we're almost at 225,000 listeners right now. So you can help to make that number even greater. Do your part. Lynn and Ed need you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or ideas, please send us a message to fikaforlife at mail.com. Fika, F-I-K-A. This was the Fika for Life podcast with Lin Nguyen and Edward Thomas. And we hope to hear you again. <laughs>